Welcome to our podcast, Cry, Laugh, Eat, Making Friends with Your Emotions. This is our second to last episode for the year 2023, and we are so grateful to you for joining us. My name is Ruth. And my name is Helen. Great to have you with us today. This week's episode is part two of our three-part series of anger. Last week, we started with a quote from our book, Making Friends with Your Emotions. And today's episode, we are focusing on the second part of that quote from anger. When we talk about anger, we're talking about healthy, assertive ways to express what you are thinking and feeling. The opposite to assertive anger is aggressive anger, which will always end up hurting you, yourself, or others, especially the people you love. If you feel that you struggle with anger regularly and consistently, we encourage you to seek professional help, which is there to support people Mm. and finding healthy ways to deal with the things that they're thinking and feeling. And today in part two, Angus says to us, quote, don't deny me, just channel me. I'm going to say that again. Don't deny me, just channel me. So how can we channel anger? Today we're going to share with you a very effective but simple tool that will open the door for you to channel your anger. And we want you to remember that the purpose or goal of channeling anger is not to ignore your anger or to dismiss it, or to suppress it. But channeling anger is about expressing it and managing it in ways that don't hurt you or others, especially those that you love. Channeling anger is an opportunity for you to change, for you to understand yourself better and others and to grow. To help you grow from anger, this is the tool we're going to share with you. We call it the space. We like to think of the space as a quiet place within you where you can think about what really matters to you. It isn't new. It isn't created by Helen and Ruth. There are many versions of this. Where I learned about it was from a psychologist called Viktor Frankl, who has an amazing story if you look him up. He taught that between any situation that happens and how we respond to it, we can actually create a space. So are you saying, Helen, that if you are fuming mm-hmm. before you hit the roof and explode? You can create a space. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be super hard, I think, but it's doable. It is doable. You can practice it, yeah. That's so true, Ruth. Victor Frankel was talking about when we create space, we actually have the power to choose But what mostly happens to us when a situation happens that might be really annoying and trigger anger and often we respond right in that moment and boom, we've gone straight to yelling, whatever it might be, that Mm. that response in the heat of the emotion. Stop looking through my window. (laughs) (laughs) You should put the blinds down. (laughs) I'm having a jolly good time (laughs) looking. Um, he, he says that there's power when we create space and that power to choose comes in. You could ask yourself, are you actually choosing when you respond in the heat of that moment? 
that's more of a reaction, isn't it? Mm. In that's true. We're reacting. We're not responding. In my world, respond means it's a little more intentional, mm. or it has some thought behind it. So he's saying to put some thought behind it before you explode. Yeah, and perfect. to create a space. That's it. As we've talked about, Ruth, we think of the space as a quiet place within us where we can think about what matters to us before we respond. Oh, be a very quiet, intense, huffing and puffing <laughs> space. <laughs> That's okay because it doesn't mean just because we create space. It doesn't mean that we're suddenly cool, calm and collected because remember when we've talked in the past in some episodes about waves mm. on the ocean, at first the wave comes really big and think of that as that anger. It's really it, intense, it, Yeah, it's it? really intense. But given space, that wave will subside and reach the shore. So will the emotion anger if we give it some space and not react in the heat of it. I love that because it's like uh, we were talking about earlier, Helen, for the people who are visual learners, mm-hmm. picture a remote control mm. and the pause button. So you're actually pausing at the top of that wave, aren't you? Yeah. You're not panicking or reacting. You're just going to ride the intensity, like you put it on pause and you're going to create that space. And in that space, you can actually continue surfing that wave Ooh. Yeah, to the shore. And, it and let so, it subside. It sounds so peaceful. <laughs> I really need more of the space in my life. <laughs> and we all do, I feel. Inside all of us, there's an inner wisdom. Um, and we might call it our soul, mm. our spirit, the very heart of us. That's that place we want to get to because there is calm. That's where we can gather our thoughts. That's where we can decide how we want to respond. And how do we decide? We're usually drawing on the things that matter most, the things we care about. So in that space, like you just mentioned, that's the quiet place. When you're huffing and puffing, it's not terribly peaceful at that point, is it? No. So we're going to suggest just a few simple things that you can do in that space to help you get to the quieter part of you. Is that Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And you can actually go online and find lots of things that you could do in that space. And to all of you listening out there, you can put whatever you like in that space. Mm -hmm. You might want to go and play the piano or sit in your room with your earphones on and listen to heavy metal or (laughs) whatever it is that you need to create your space so that you have that moment to, like Helen said, ride the wave. Mm. And once the intensity of the anger, the fire and everything has reached a safe point, a point where you won't harm yourself by how you react or respond and won't hurt others, then you can come out of that or through it, can't you? Absolutely. So should we look at a few ways, just a few simple ways before you all start Googling what to put in that space? <laughs> do you, What do you do in your space, Helen? I like to go for a walk. Um, yeah, I like walking too. As well. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's it's frantic walking, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> it lets out physical tension because the thing that you're going to be feeling when you're angry is a lot of physical tension. Remember last week we yeah. talked about tight muscles, mm. 
clenched fist, clenched jaw, mm. heart beating fast. I remember I, watching a man on TV, a TV program, and he was angry constantly, but he'd get a bat and a ball and he'd whack the ball against the, the brick fence just to release the tension in his body. So I really like what you said about anger when that wave is really high. There's so much tension in the body, isn't there? Yeah, there is. We'll all have different ways. Sometimes I've uh, paced a room and talked out loud. This is, <laughs> this is why I feel annoyed and I feel this and I feel that, but it, it yeah, helps me get my <laughs> <laughs> You need to pull your curtains. <laughs> <laughs> she looks scary, folks. <laughs> a little bit nutty, but... <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think am. that's I think yeah. that's great. Like for me, sometimes, just speaking of the physical anger, I do housework. I get really frantic in my housework. I vacuum with tremendous vigor, and <laughs> she's got no carpet left. In fact, your house doesn't have carpet, does it? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so she wore it out with the vacuuming. Yeah, but whatever it is, you may need to release that tension with physical exercise or something. And then there's other things too, isn't there, Helen? Yeah, music's a great one too. Sometimes I like really peaceful music. Mm -hmm. Other times I'll pick an angry song, especially if I'm in the car. I turn it up really loud (laughs) and I sing so loud it feels awesome. (laughs) Also, I guess there are other forms and everyone out there, I know you'd have different ways that you can fill that space. It might be deep breathing. It might just be taking time out for yourself in a different way. Whatever it is, you just need to create that space to bring it down. Any way that helps you release and express is really healthy. You're not hurting anyone. Mm. And you're not hurting yourself, which is important too. And these things we're talking about are beautiful self-care, where you're taking care of yourself. It's true. And I guess moving from that into another aspect that we thought about, Helen and I, was the reflection by asking yourself just simple questions like, what's the message here? What's happening? What is anger communicating to you? Mm. Uh, Because sometimes there may be other causes, and there often is with anger. That's it. And when we were talking about my crazy little walking around the room, when I'm asking myself, what is this? Why do I feel so angry? Mm. Oh, I feel angry because. Mm. And it helps me get through the layers to, Mm. oh, my goodness, it's actually that. All Mm. right, I I know what to do with that. I just need to share it. Yeah, calmly. I I love that, Helen, because that's really important. Often anger masks other things Mm -hmm. like you might not really be angry at the situation or that person it might be childhood stuff Mm -hmm. deep down that you've never dealt with it could be so many other things Mm. that's so true anger can mask other feelings and emotions you might be really sad Mm. and that sadness is coming out Mm. in different ways and I just need to reiterate what Helen said earlier about counselling if you find that if you're finding that Perhaps there's repressed anger in there, which is anger that you're not really aware of, but it's there and it's been there for a large part of your life. Then we encourage you strongly to go and seek help, professional help. Yes, that anger will be having an impact on you and your relationships. It's a good thing to talk it out, which moves us on to the third one, which is talking it out. Mm. That actually takes courage. It Please know it isn't weak when you're struggling with something. 
everyone on the planet has struggled with something. So, And I just thought of something too, Helen, which mm-hmm. is great, and that is maybe you don't have anyone immediately there. It might be three in the morning that you've had a massive argument with your partner or something and you're fuming and you don't have anyone to talk it out with. But I like how Helen paces the room and just talks. Maybe you just need to talk it out to yourself. Say, I am really, really? fuming yeah. about this and I don't think that's fair and lovely because you're giving yourself a voice and you're starting to understand. And eventually, like Helen said, the wave will subside. Mm. And you get to that core thing you're, that you're feeling. But sometimes it may be that you don't feel heard and sometimes that starts with ourselves. We don't let ourselves hear what we think and feel. Mm. So if you have a trusted close friend, you can talk to them, a family member. Mm. As we say almost every episode, a professional therapist or counsellor. And I think most countries have a free phone line where you can call 24 hours a day. So you could pick up the phone. In Australia, it's called Lifeline and there are other ones too. Mm. But there'll be a free counselling service where you can talk it out with someone if you're finding you really need someone Mm. to hear you and respond. Remember, giving yourself a voice is really important, Mm. even to yourself, letting yourself know, hey, this is hurting and I'm not okay with it. And you're not going crazy. No. You're not mad and you're not a bad person because you feel anger. It's quite natural to experience anger. It's normal. It's a part of being a human. And that's where this idea of the space, talking it out, evaluating what you feel and expressing it in a helpful, non-crushing way, these things help anger not to build into becoming aggression and real struggles to manage that anger. If you do these simple things and other things that you learn, that's where anger doesn't get out of control and become something that dictates to you. And we reiterate that it's simple, but it's not necessarily easy. So be kind to yourself and be patient as you practice pushing that pause button Mm. when the waves become really intense. And if you want to know more about our work we invite you to go on to our website, squugs.com, S-Q-U-G-Z, squugs.com, and you can even send us an email and let us know your thoughts and feelings as well. We'd love to know a little bit more about you. Thanks for joining us today. It's been great to have you with us, and we really look forward to sharing our episode with you next week, our third part of Anger and our last one for the year. Have a great week until then. Bye. Take care. Bye. An important... uh, An important... important. (laughs) We've done this joke before. Important. I don't feel very important. (laughs) Love that accent. (laughs) So refined. (laughs) Okay. So moving on now. Um, Moving right along. (laughs) 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 (laughs)